Oh, hi, welcome back to the AOT Chronicles and Attack on Titan podcast. I am one of your hosts, Ronnie. It's great to be back on this pod, and I'm your host, Chad. And today, we are covering Season 3, Part Dos. A new part. Episode 13. Also, how about this? Episode 50. What a nice number that is. We have done 50 of these. How crazy is that? That is actually hilarious. (laughs) I've got to be honest. The (laughs) The fact... That we've done 50 of these is unbelievable. And it's even crazier that we have, like, way over 50 fans. How much feedback we've gotten? Listen, as far as the feedback, outside of, you know, our really good staples, none. No one is saying it. Okay, yeah. <laughs> but the numbers, we're steadily increasing. And for a show that's not even on the air right now... I'm really touched by that. So if we can keep that number going up, I'm please feeling, keep, just I'm keep touching Ronnie. Let me say this: we can see the breakdown. We see the people listening. We see the people subscribing. We see the 46 to 53 year old women that are listening to our podcast. Please let just send us an email: the podcast chronicles at gmail.com. We're very nice. We just want to hear from you. Same thing goes for the people who supposedly are listening in like germany germany ireland india i that blows my mind they might be bots. um they might be bots and they might contact us trying to sell us something or saying you know that they're the prince of nigeria and they need our money or something like that but but if they're not that would be so cool if our stupid little podcast was actually listened overseas like that, so please, you got to send us something. And if you can understand us, maybe you're learning English from our oh podcast. My God, I don't know. Fart, you just smells so. <laughs> I did. I told you not to flush the toilet. That, oh, oh. <laughs> that is rough. Please, I've never asked you to do this. Blow some of that guava ice over here. <laughs> Jeez. Okay, you'll get some guava ice, but I did want to continue on. Please, I did. I just want to tell my listeners I did not fart. My bowels are pretty intact for the most part. Are you dying from the inside out? <laughs> that was Ron. I told Ronnie not to flush the toilet. That I had to flush down a dead squirrel that I found in the house the other day, and it just lingers in the. Oh, okay, I'm we're sidetracked here. I wanted to say this: if you are a foreigner, okay. And you're trying to learn English through this podcast, or however, whatever means you're listening hey, to this Chad, podcast. I don't know if you can hear me because I got my shirt over my nose. No one is doing that. Okay. Well, if you're not doing that, I still want you to send feedback to us. Even if it's in a different language, we will translate it. I want to know if you like our podcast or not. And listen, if you're a person who's not overseas, okay, okay, maybe it's faded away, uh, still send feedback, all right? Anyway... Let's go ahead and get into this episode. I feel like we're begging. Just the fact that you're listening is cool enough. So, uh, what do you think of this episode? Uh, I mean, it's just a, it's a banger, bro. This, Come on. I mean, this is kicking off into something real good. I feel like we're about to have a good stretch. I feel like this is. We're on the roller coaster ride. We see the climax of just this series as a whole, and here we go. It's a terrible roller coaster, but yeah, I'm going up the hill, right? But do your best going up a hill roller coaster. Oh, even... And then down. 
That's that's Goliath for you. And we're totally yes, not living please, in Georgia. Please make a reference that only people who have gone to Six Flags over Georgia can appreciate. Really good work by you, Chaz. But we were but literally we're like, just as talk- we were saying, this we episode. were literally talking about people perhaps listening in India, and you just made a Six Flags over Georgia reference. <laughs> I'm just saying. What were we talking about? <laughs> we were talking about this episode. This is peak Attack on Titan. Okay. Shingeki no Kyojin. Thanks for round back to get to that controversial point. <laughs> I don't. I just know that you sh- you've used my toilet. You probably did a duty in it, and then you flushed it. I told you about the squirrel, and now it's uh, just keep going. The episode starts off with kind of a very general recap of this series thus far. I think they put this in here just because, like I said, we are officially at the halfway point of season three. This is part two. So, I mean, it wasn't so much of a recap as much as it was kind of like a hype session. Like, I don't know if you were someone who hadn't watched the show before, how much this actually told you as much as if you were someone who's watched the show. It was kind of just a look back on on the past and just getting really, really ready for the second half of season three. Is this? Are you at the intro yet? Just hold on. Okay. So I, I, have, I, I have didn't, some problems with it. I, oh. I didn't recap it all because there wasn't a ton of substance, so I'm just saying that. So we join the squad at nighttime riding. Hood's up. And Wait, so you're not at the intro. Will you let me... Hey, I've got the reins of this one. I've never <laughs> let you down. Let okay, me... Okay, well, it's just weird this. because in my notes, the intro is before any of this. and Well, it's because your notes are shit, and they're not. <laughs> Let's go back and watch the episode. We see the squad at nighttime riding hoods up and then straight into our new opening credits, which in my notes I have Chaz take it away, but it looks like you were trying to rip it away from me in the first place. So please, Chad, take it away. And I will say you would not let me watch this opening until basically like the last episode of season three, which is With why, good meaning. Which is why I'm assuming you have a problem with it, but please. Okay. You took it, take it. With good meaning. Bomb ass opening, okay? I'll give you that. Great animation. Literally. Literally. Okay? That's all the spoilers are going to give. Bomb-ass opening. Awesome song, too. You know, it's a it's peak Attack on Titan because it's it sounds more like season one. It's hyping thing. You know, yes. we kind of took a step back last, uh, you know, part one of season three. Um, but, yeah, it's hyping things back up. But let me say, if you're listening to this podcast and you haven't seen the second part of season three, you're kind of going along in order. Do not watch this opening, please, for the love of God. Do not watch it because it gives away everything that's about to happen within the next however many episodes, and I don't know why they chose to do that, but... I will say, it is... In a certain way, there is some stuff that if you watch it and you haven't seen what the show does quite yet, it might kind of go over your head. But it is pretty staggering once you have seen the episodes and you watch and go, wow, they really just did that, huh? Yeah. Um, but, so I, I see what you were doing and you're, you're a good friend for... You're welcome. For doing that. As always, you're welcome. Anyway, we end, I will say this part, we end on what can I can only imagine is stairs to a basement. Which I like that. That's, that's, what, it, that's what it looks like to me. It's a cool. That's a cool throw-in. That's nothing too. But I'm getting ahead of myself because I mean that's that's probably from this episode. We are probably in the basement at the oh, end of yeah. this episode. So 
Out of the credits, we are in the woods. Someone freaks out and drops a light. Mikasa has to lead Aaron's horse because he's saving up energy. This is the same guy, mind you, that last episode said, shouldn't you guys be, like, watching out for me more? She's literally... All they're doing is walking through the... Like, these horses seem very well-mannered. We've said it before. We'll say it again. They are the, you know, low-key MVPs of Of this series. Yeah. They're not going anywhere, but yet Mikasa has to hold the reins and walk this horse through the woods. Unbelievable. John says we need to prepare as if this place will be filled with enemies, and just then he catches a glimpse of a titan sitting right next to them. Luckily, this big Jeepers. guy... I know. Luckily, this guy, he's asleep, and he is one of the titans who don't really move at nighttime. Aaron, rightfully so, has confirmed that they didn't see him until it was you know they were this close. And Hanji gives us a science lesson about the moon. This was great. You know, the moonlight... It's reflection of the sun. How about wow. that? Thank you, Hanji. They, people should be watching this in science class. This is some real Bill Nye shit Dude, we got going on. Could you imagine if you were like in elementary school and they're like, hey, here's some Attack on Titan. <laughs> they got to this part. Like, now, this part's very important. Listen to this part. <laughs> so she gives us that little science lesson and you know said that because of the sun's reflection, they're starting to think that some of the newer type of titans are using that little bit of reflection to start moving at nighttime. Uh, she calls back to the Moonlight Titans, she calls them, at Utgard Castle and gets turned Utgard. on at the idea of capturing one of these nighttime titans. Okay, so, and that's another thing. Do they really know if, because I'm kind of confused here, was it the Beast Titan that was having those titans move, or was it actually the Moonlight? I think we think that. Okay. I don't think that th- I think that they think because she wasn't even there titans. when that happened. She's right. kind of going off the testimonies of Historia and everybody that was there, and it's pretty much what mm-hmm. Historia, Connie, everyone else was like a titan, right? Yeah, it was just Historia and Connie. Yeah, yeah so those two wow. would be the only ones because the because Elvis died. Not, yeah, Connie's probably not shutting up about his village. The other three are titans. Historia's, you know, she's been going through some other stuff, so. Wow, it wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if Hanji's just making her own conclusions there, and no one even mentioned the fact that there was a beast titan yeah. on the wall there. So uh, Aaron is like walking through a haunted house right now, and this is spooky. He's suffering from self confidence issues again, wondering how he's supposed to do what he's got to do. And Mikasa notices this, so she says, "Aaron," while Armin just straight up asks why he's shaking. Aaron says, what? I'm, I'm not scared. I'm just cold, dude. <laughs> Lay off, what Armin. What a chat, God, bro. dude. And Armin says, listen, dog, no judgment here. I've pissed my pants seven times. I'm freaking out. Yeah, meanwhile, Armin's like, his arm is just rapidly... Sh- like- <laughs> He's like, check me. <laughs> uh, Armin calls back to Aaron pulling Armin out of the Titan's mouth and tells him that it's normal to be scared because Armin was very scared there, but Aaron didn't seem to be. And uh, Aaron realized he was trapped in a small cage. This is kind of, they're just throwing back to the old days. Aaron realized he was trapped in a small cage when Armin told him about all the wonders he believed to be outside of the walls, such as, you know, the fire water. And while oftentimes he's scared when it comes to taking back freedom, strength flows through him. I like that. I'm glad you mentioned that because that's a good 
It's a good quote to throw in. Yeah, and you know what he means. Like, people can be scared, but when the chips are down and it's, you know, life or death, they some people just have that courage. Mm-hmm. And uh, even though a lot of times... And we know, we know it's different for different people, but he's saying his main thing is taking back freedom. That's what really drives him. Yeah. We know Armin's is the sea. And, uh, well, Armin, for the longest time, didn't have any, but Armin has really stepped up. Yeah. Aaron thanks Armin and tells him by this time next year, they will be looking at said seat. That's the first place they're going. Mikasa notices that she is in the same place Aaron and her once collected firewood. So they're getting close. I don't know if this was just sometime they've done it before or, you know, they were doing that in the first episode. I don't know if she's saying that this is the same spot. Because it's very forced around here. In that first episode, they were kind of just like one tree. Mm-hmm. I'm sure they did it multiple times. Um, anyway, they have arrived to their hometown. This is it. If they were Reiner and Bert, gotcha. mission accomplished. This is what Reiner and Bert <laughs> have been working for. For the first time since they fled oh so many years ago, here they are. They charge in hard and switch to ODM gear as they get close to the wall. Oh, badass moment right here. It's daytime all of a sudden, by the way. I should mention that. Yeah, okay. So it is morning time now. So I guess the trek, because they were walking, they weren't riding their horse. I guess it took all night pretty much to get there. Yeah. even They made it seem like they were close, but either they, you know, set up camp right outside or they just kept going through the night. Um, Erwin breaks down the game plan. They've got to seal the inner and outer gates, and then they will exterminate any Titans left inside. Then they show this badass shot, oh, this is so cool, of mm-hmm. Levi standing on his horse, unsheathing both of his blades, launching off of the ODM gear. That guy is sick. Mm. I mean, it had nothing Quite to do too. with what was going on in the overall thing, but I wouldn't be doing my job if I didn't talk about how cool it was. Thank you. If the enemy knows their plan, they will go straight after Aaron. This is still Erwin talking about it. So because of that, all faces of 100 soldiers have been covered with their hoods. And the music is really set in the mood. We got some, like, tribe drums, like, banging. If, is, there, if there's one thing Attack on Titan's good at, it's it's OST. It's boy. that music, boy. Aaron stops to take it all in, but Levi yells to keep moving and seal the outer gate. Armin stops because something has already caught his eye. He got on this wall five seconds ago, and, you know, his brain is already going beep, beep, boop, 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 beep, boop, 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 boop. So he sees the remains of a fire. He calls over to Erwin as he realizes that Bert and Reiner are here and close. He just, that quick. This guy, man. Aaron looks over to where his house is located as Mikasa stays right behind him. They can't see a single Titan in sight, which Hanji mentions is very weird, but they have to keep going, so they shoot up some green flares and missions still go. Aaron says... Aaron says they gotta keep going because they were all born special as he does some sick ODMing, bites mm. himself, transforming into Mr. Friendly Nice Guy. This was a cool little uh, This was his coolest transformation, I think. Yeah, it it's like one of the first times, other than like maybe when um when he was he's falling down the wall with Reiner that he yeah. does it and it actually pans out perfectly. Yeah. <laughs> you can see, you can tell that he's been practicing because that is the other thing, you know, we'll get to it in a second. He manages to do this hardening thing very impressively, but getting he's ahead had of a, He's had a few months practice. 
we do see right before the calling card, somewhere in hiding, we see a little sneaky Bert, and then we see Reiner, who is watching all of this going down in some little hiding spot. Oh, sneaky guys. So we get to the calling card. Glowing ore. How about this? This is what you were talking about, the light okay. bulbs. Ore harvested from the Rice's, Rice family's underground cavern, thought to be produced by some sort of titan power. It emits more light than a torch. Torches. We had a great calling card oh, about yeah. torches if, earlier, too. If you guys didn't learn about torches, please go back, listen to it. It's somewhere near the Utgard Castle. We learned a lot about torches. Very insightful. Probably top top 50 episodes, I think we've Well, done. I would definitely say that was, um, that was like some of your top five work on the podcast, breaking down the torches. Wow, I really appreciate that. So Aaron freezes, and they do a cool shot where Aaron he like basically breaks off the uh, he like breaks out of his Titan right as it, I don't really know what it's called. Like it looks like ice, and obviously it hardens like ice. I don't know if that's you know canon, and I don't think they call it ice. I've never heard diamond. That, but, maybe I don't even know what you would call it. Um, for the lack of anything better, I'm calling it ice. If you if there's an actual term for the material other than just hardening, let us know. Um, but he breaks it off right as it's getting up to like that, where it attaches underneath his yep. eyes. I thought that was cool. Just shows once again how he much he's practice. practiced. Yeah, it makes you think that he had to learn how to do that. Because remember, early on in season three, when his face was messed up, mm-hmm. that might be because he let it get too far, and then when they pulled him out, it just damaged the hell out of him. But pretty, pretty cool. He's done this multiple times now. He, yeah, he. He's not no newbie anymore. It was very smooth. I'll give him that. So Mikasa, she swoops down immediately, picks him up, and uh, Aaron thinks he lost his cloak, but before he can even finish saying it, Mikasa's wrapping hers around him. So cute. Very cute. Oh. Aaron says I'll, he's ready I'll for number... i wrap this around you as many times as you want. <laughs> Aaron says he's ready for number two as they shoot green flares for success on a, a nice seal around this first. Okay, and here's date. an important. We'll, I'll bring this note back up from yeah. beginning episodes when he first started doing the experiments. Hanji said that he can do it about two, maybe three times before his body is just completely tired out. So we know he can do it again, but he is going to be exhausted if he does it again. Right. But that, I mean, he's still saying, you know, I'm ready to go. Mm -hmm. This is what I've been training for. Let's get it done. Um, And he's even taking himself by surprise. He has a moment, which, you know, we've talked about it a few times this past few episodes. His self-confidence is really down the drain right now. But he can't believe he succeeded, especially as easily and quickly as he did it. Levi says it won't matter that they sealed the holes until they kill Reiner and Bert because they will just keep breaking in. Yep. Good point. <laughs> Irwin watches on as a man question. Do you know who this guy is that Irwin's talking with? Is it like just a, one of those squad leaders we don't know the name of? Yeah, or? just one of those veterans. Anyway, so he uh, he watches with that guy, and the man questions whether or not they were prepared for their assault, talking about, you know, Reiner and Burton them. Um, Irwin, you know, I don't think he's buying it. As Armin zips up and tells Irwin that someone was camping, he found... You know, after he found the fire, he did some more investigating, found some pots, some uh, cups, stuff like that. Cups with black liquid. Mm-hmm. They really take the time to point out that black liquid. Black liquid. What could it be? Cold brew? <clears throat> they call it black tea, but might be a cold brew. We, we don't know. 
Erwin asks if the pot was warm, to which Armin replies no. And Erwin states that they rode in hard, and if they were keeping watch, they still would have had only two minutes to hide and prepare. And, you know, the pot wasn't going to cool in just two minutes. So because of this, they would have had to have five minutes of notice or more. So he's saying there must be... There must be a surveyor. Right. And this is really cool. This is kind of like the first time where you get the two best minds in Attack on Titan bouncing things off of each other. Armin comes to him with this information. Erwin figures out this whole five minutes thing. Armin's already thinking off that. And, you know, he's saying, well, you know, that explains, like you were saying, there's got to be a scout in addition yep. to the three because he found three cups, which is why. Um, Somebody notified him, basically, right. yeah. And Erwin says they have to find them and entrust Armin to use his big big brain. I love that he actually calls it big, big brain <laughs> to try and find them. He says, take as many soldiers as you need. And uh, he tells... I, I love how much he trusts Armin. It's I know. pretty cool. He tells these said soldiers that they are now under Arlert's command. What a stupid last name. I know. It's Armin Arlert. Can't believe that's the guy's name. So Armin tells them to start searching, and I mean, this just made me so happy. I, the guy with Erwin asks if this is another one of uh, his gambles, but Erwin says no. He is one of our greatest weapons. It just makes you feel, happy. It makes you feel happy inside, you know? <laughs> Erwin sees right, you know, Armin gets a lot of shit or whatever, but Erwin sees right through and he knows how important it is. It's just... Erwin's the best man. And you always gotta trust Erwin's judgment. Erwin says they have to continue with the plan, and if they're falling into some sort of trap, they're just gonna have to live with it. Armin wonders why the enemy hasn't shown itself. He thinks about how they've been attacked before, and he thinks back to the Titan in the wall at the end of season one. And after that, you know, exactly, we're on the same page, Chad. He, uh, he launches an acoustic shell and tells everyone to search inside the walls. That there has to be a spot that someone could hide in. And they're like, well, how do you know this? And Armin's like, well, to be honest, it's just a hunch. Just a hunch. I kind of did some beepity boppities. This is that Erwin-Armin dynamic again, you know, that pisses a lot of people off. Mm-hmm. But Armin says, you know, if we contain ourselves to common sense, they will gain the upper hand. Because, you know, they've never attacked us the way that we thought they were going to. And, you know, Erwin, straight up, he launches a red flare. He's like, yeah, he's freaking right. Signaling everyone else to halt the mission. They all gather around Erwin because he realizes how important this is and that Armin's right. And he tells them to obey the chain of command. It's the second time Mm. he said it in as many episodes. And so they all look at Armin. And Armin says, commence the search. So the troops say, Roger. Love that, too. <laughs> and they start scaling up and down, tapping Our the wall. Our is super nervous, though, when he's oh, giving yeah, he's these like, commands. Uh, Do it. Search the walls, please. <laughs> <laughs> and then they're like looking to see if he's done, and they go, Roger. So the man who was standing with Erwin and questioning Armin's ideas shoots a flare after finding a cavity in the wall. And just then... Reiner Braun removes part of the wall and stabs the man through the chest, oh, dude. And right this is where chest. the music picks up in typical Ooh. Attack on Titan fashion. And we got Armin yelling Reiner. Just so oh. epic. 
Reiner lets the man fall to his presumed death. Reiner exits the walls, like you were saying. Armin's calling out for him. Just then, Levi swan dives down, sending a blade through Reiner's neck, and then the other through his chest. So epic. Levi, as soon as he saw that Reiner exited that cavity. So quick. But, unfortunately, Reiner's built a little bit differently than that other guy. I'm built different. He lands on the ground as he explodes with energy and becomes the armored titan. And Dude, Levi's and just like Levi, and well, when Levi shoots up too, he goes, "What the hell was that? Some kind of titan ability?" So he kind of alluded to that. Reiner possibly used maybe hardening in his human form to where he couldn't get his head cut off. Yeah. Or he said just some titan ability. He's like, "What the hell?" He's like, "I should have went right through him. Why didn't it go?" Yeah, he was like, "I couldn't. I yeah. couldn't finish the kill. Like almost like he hardened the blade inside his yeah. neck, which ugh. ugh. Um. So just as Erwin says to stay on the lookout, they are surrounded by lightning strikes as titans ugh. appear all around the wall, including one Mister Beast Titan. Now, how does this work? Do you like? Is this a power that the Beast Titan just possesses, because I, I have a theory, and I don't want to say the theory because if I'm correct, it will be a major spoiler. So I'm not going to say it, but it either is the Beast Titan does have a power to do this, or it's something else. And but I'm not going to allude to that yet. I'll, I'll right. talk about that later on in the show. Make hey, make sure this is a great time first of all you need to make sure you're making notes for our season four preview okay and all those listeners need to be sending feedback in that they need us to or want us to touch on in our season four preview it's gonna be a long podcast we're gonna get down and dirty with it it's coming soon the podcast chronicles at gmail.com send yep. that into us because it is like you said it's all mindless titans it's not like well, it's we've never seen it before and mm-hmm. they just appear out of thin air and yeah it's it's wild um, and I should also mention I think it might just be an animation thing I don't know if they actually have this but they all have very scary red eyes they do I think it was just intimidation factor that yeah. the animators wanted to throw yeah, in I don't think that they actually do that but that was scary and then the beast titan picks up a boulder kicks his leg up high and throws it directly at the oh, bottom of the gate. What a beautiful shot put, dude. This guy has got to be a superior athlete in whatever oh he does. God. Throws it as you see Big Girl just starts <laughs> pumping, dude. Epic. It's totally epic. Dude, I, I, love, I love how they do a perfect shot put, too. It's like, oh, yeah. this guy... This guy's just... so lengthy, and he's got the form down. Oh. Erwin explains that it was the perfect throw because he plugged the... Like, some people thought that he missed. Yeah. But Erwin's like, no, 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 no. He plugged the entrance and the horses can't pass now. So there's no escape. He says they will aim for the horses and surround us. So there, like you said, there's no way to escape. And Erwin then says they are doing the same thing we want to. To settle it here once and for all. <laughs> And then he goes, Sunday, 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 humans versus Titans, which side will live, which side will perish, come on down to the Megaplex this Sunday, Sunday, (laughs) Sunday, and find out. Wavy flackable, wavy arm whackable man. (laughs) It was really weird for him to do that, but that's what he did. It's crazy. And end of episode. Oh, just a 
fire ending. I mean, this episode was great. I mean, this is it. This is what we've been waiting on. This is a this is peak Attack on Titan. Shingeki no Kyojin. This is uh, we are ready. We are so here for this. This is the battle we've been waiting on. Um, it's a great episode. It's uh, I just don't know what he, I don't even know what to say. I don't. I'm just. I'm pumped for these next ones. I'm excited to keep going. This episode's gonna be a little shorter than the other ones we did, but listen, it's been a it's been a long night. We kind of got, you know, some personal reasons we had to get off our normal recording schedule. So we're gonna cut a little bit short here. We don't have any stories or anything like that. We'll get to them next time. Like I was saying before, send that feedback. Send it to us. We would love a thumbs up on the Ubes. Don't worry about the Ubes. Send us, you know, subscribe, review us, rate us on Apple Podcasts. It'd be very nice. And, um, and for our foreigner listeners, please send us some. Uh, don't just ex- don't exclude. Are you not excluding? But I would love to hear from. It would be really cool. But I also just love hearing from anybody. Thank you guys so much for listening. We'll see you next time. Peace. Peace.